Following on from our prayer, our Father who art in heaven, I want to um, bring something to you about faith. And I'm going to use the illustration that I've been given from Pastor Marsbach. Um, I believe his father, it was his father who wrote this. Well, he, he mentions Leah, a woman of faith. So I want to speak to you about a woman in the Bible, this woman in the Bible who went through great trials in her life, but found grace in the eyes of God and became a great blessing to humanity. That means to you and me. We can see in her life the reality of what is written in Romans 8.28, which says, We know that all things work together for good for those who love God. And Apostle Paul said, we know, which means we have confident assurance. There is no doubt about it. Praise the Lord. God will cause all things to work together for our good. For who? For those who love God. And we love God. Amen. For those who are called. And we are called. Amen. Praise God by Jesus Christ, our Saviour. And I'm so thankful that I have responded to his call and accepted him as my Lord and Saviour. My Lord means my master. The name of the woman I would like to speak to you about is Leah. We find her in Genesis 29 verses 21 through 35. Why then did Leah have such a hard time? Well, because she was unhappy in her marriage. As they did in those days, she was given in marriage by her dad, Laban, to a man called Jacob, who did not love her, but instead was in love with her sister, Rachel. Jacob had fled from his parents' house because he had stolen the blessing of the Lord from his brother Esau, who wanted now to kill him. I cannot expound on this further, but can say this, that there are certain blessings we have to learn to wait for, because otherwise we are more focused on the blessing than on God, from whom all blessings flow. Jacob ended up in the home of his uncle Laban and fell in love with Rachel, for whom he worked seven years to be able to marry. But after seven years, he was given Rachel's older sister, Leah, in marriage. Leah wasn't very beautiful in appearance, like her sister Rachel. And Jacob was grief-stricken and disappointed, which of course humiliated Leah, and caused her to feel very lonely in life. She, she suffered this great pain, but was unable to talk to anyone. How could she? Not with her father, who gave her in marriage to Jacob. Not with her husband, who was angry. Not with her sister, who thought she ought to be Jacob's wife and not Leah. So there are many women today who are in this valley of loneliness, where it seems no one understands your pain. 
maybe because of an unhappy marriage with which they have no answer, or because of children who don't seem to notice or care. There can be such pain and frustration in those circumstances. So to whom can we go? Who knows or understands or cares? God in heaven, who has become our heavenly father, when we have given Jesus Christ the rule in our lives, invites us with these words from Matthew 28 verse 9. Come to me, all you who labour and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Leah could have walked away from this marriage, like so many do today, because after seven days of celebration, her father Laban also gave her sister Rachel to Jacob. If he worked for him for another seven years, talk about getting a slap in the face twice. No, Leah did not run from the pain she faced. She took her burden of not being loved upon herself and used the weapons of God to gain victory. The weapon of God's love which enabled her to be forgiving and put her trust in God who alone could help her. That's number one. There is great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Ephesians 4.32. Let me read that one again. The weapon of God's love, which enabled her to be forgiven and put her trust in God who alone could help her, came from this verse. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. And the second thing was the weapon of prayer. To build a personal relationship with God, to keep her from allowing a spirit of jealousy and bitterness in her heart. Mark 11.25 refers, And whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, Forgive him, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. Leah knew that if she would allow such a spirit in her heart, it would bind her up and keep her from God and her family. Do you know what God has called us to? Well, number one, he's called us to freedom. 2 Corinthians 3.17 Now the Spirit of the Lord and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And number two, joy, gladness and happiness. That's what we've been called to. This is why it says in Nehemiah 10.8 The joy of the Lord is our strength. Satan knows this and will do everything in his deceptive power to keep you depressed and hopeless and to steal your joy to make you powerless. But now this, there is a joy the world does not know that lives deep with and in us and is a gift from God. It's the joy of the Holy Spirit. Having experienced this joy, 
that in the middle of a raging storm in life, you're able to stand laughing by the Holy Spirit. Let us all at all times rejoice in the word of the Lord from which we derive our joy and strength. It is vital to do what the Bible says, especially in this at these current times. In Luke 6.37 it says, Forgive and you will be forgiven. Or, as one version puts it, let go and you will be let go. I want to encourage you to let go of negative thoughts, negative words, negative behaviour, so that you can embrace the positive message of Jesus Christ. What can we do with our cares and sorrows? Well, the Bible says, cast all your cares upon me and I, the Lord, will care for you. Maybe when you play with your grandchildren and maybe your grandson will throw his ball and once you have it in your hands, let me tell you, you're, you're then responsible for what, what to do with it. Do you kick it back? Do you put it away? Do you take it away? Do you play ball with your grandson? Place your cares in the hands of your almighty heavenly father. He is the one who said that his hand is not too short, that he cannot save you. According to his word, his hand has saved many, healed many, and fed multitudes with bread. Praise God, he has the same power today, amen. You know, that's so wonderful. It says in Genesis 29, 31, that the Lord saw that Leah was unloved. There's nothing worse than being married to somebody and you are a woman and you are unloved. In other words, he saw her pain and her need. Sometimes we may feel that the Lord doesn't see us or our struggle with unbearable pain. But here we see that surely the eyes of the Lord are upon us. God always has a way to bless us. He blessed Leah in her becoming a mother. Let's take a moment and look at the name of the children who were born to her. The first child was called Reuben, Genesis 29:32, because she said, The Lord has seen my pain, and surely my husband will love me now. Mm, had to go through childbirth, carrying a child from a man who didn't love her, but maybe he will love her now. Her second child she called Simeon, Genesis 29:33. The Lord has surely heard that I am unloved and has given me this son also. There was hope again, I would believe, in her heart. The third was Levi. Now, this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Verse 34. But it's not until the birth of her fourth son does Leah say, Now I will praise the Lord. Verse 35. And she called him Judah. And we know that it was the 
from this lineage of Judah that the Messiah, or Christ, was born. We see that Leah's love for the Lord grew to the point that it triumphed over her love for Jacob. For now I will praise the Lord. Can you see what an enormous battle Leah had with her love for Jacob and that she had to learn that the Lord wanted to first be first in her life. He just wanted to be first in her life. The Lord wants us to bear much fruit to his honour. 1 John 15, we read that the branch on the vine needed to be pruned. Trials are necessary in our lives so that we may become broken for the Holy Spirit's anointing wants to attach us to Jesus. Leah received grace to be used to have the most important part of the house of Israel. The people with whom God has an eternal plan. God wants you to have a part in building his house. There is not much time left for Jesus is coming soon. So let us not neglect our ministry as priests to bind principalities and powers who have bound mankind while Jesus brought us free with his precious blood. Let us bind the powers who want to take control of our children and brothers and sisters in the Lord. Jesus gave us an example of how God wants us to bind and loose in Matthew 18, 18. And Jesus rebuked the demon and he came out of him and the child was cured that very hour. I'll say it again. And Jesus rebuked the demon and he came out of him and the child was cured that very hour. Rachel never understood this. She did have the love of her husband, but fell short in her spiritual life. She made Jacob angry when she said, give me children or I'll die. Genesis 30, uh, one half of the verse there, 1b. Rachel did not look to the Lord, but to men. For Jacob had to pray for her. It's so wonderful to build a personal relationship with the Lord. But I tell you this. This does not come without many trials. Who is our source? Jesus is the source of life that keeps flowing and never runs dry. Rachel based her faith more on idols than God. Because she stole her father's household idol, Genesis thirty-one nineteen, which was a god of fertility and protection, by the way. Who provides for and protects you, your children and your grandchildren? Psalm 91 gives us God's word that the Lord Almighty is our hiding place. The love of Jesus his precious blood and awesome power protect us today. Rachel died young. Her son Joseph was blessed because of Jacob's prayers. But Leah fulfilled her life. She was laid to rest 
with the fathers of faith. For she had the testimony that she believed in God. Wow, 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 wow. How about that? Personally, that's the first time I've actually seen that in the story. I always wondered why, after all that struggle to be with the man you loved and who loved you, would you die so young? Everything that we are that makes us work, come together, provide for, is provided for us by God Almighty himself. He is our source. He fed the Israelites in the desert for 40 years when there was no other food source. He bought them water at a slap of a rock. Keep your eyes upon Jesus. He's returning soon, very, very soon. Look at the world around us. We know the times we are in. I bless you. Double portion. Stay close to the Lord. Continue to walk in the light. Stay in the anointing. And may God bless you, each and every one. This is Pastor Iris signing off from today, all the way from the UK. But I will be back. God bless. Bye-bye for now.